0: What's up, humans? It is me, Fruity, is Alex. Fruity here for another episode of Fruity's Ultimate Game Show. This is month four, year two. We are safe and soundly into the second year of this thing. We've just gone past WrestleMania, and with that mention, I bring in at I am Chris Thunder. Chris, how you doing, man? Yeah,
1: yeah, really good. I always enjoy these. It's just Finding the time to do everything, and you've been quite gracious to let me do that.
0: Yeah, like occasionally, these uh, Fruity's Ultimate Game Shows, uh, FUGS as we often call it. Um, yes, uh, so you can let them know of the uh, unofficial
1: uh, I guess, pilot name that you had planned.
0: <laughs> well, Fruity's Fantasy Fun Factory.
1: No, no, the uh, the other acronym <laughs> that we said, uh, maybe no.
0: I was going to do, like, a... Fruity's Ultimate Championship Kingdom. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, Fruity's Ultimate Championship Kingdom was going to be it. And it was just going to be like, oh, yeah, have you done your fuck today? (laughs) 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 Uh, Uh, I I just got finished with my fuck. I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I swear to God, I'm a full-grown adult, I'm not juvenile at all. Um, It was either going to be that or it was going to be some version of uh, the acronym for ugly, for fugly. So would be like, oh, you fugly today? Anyway. (laughs) um, Yeah, bloody oath I am, mate. Um, know me too well. Yeah, so, like, occasionally with fugs, though, like, we put a lot of effort into these. Like, these take up a lot of time for me to write. Uh, I put a lot, a lot of effort into it. And then, like, I do the music bits, you know. do Like, listen to the show, Warwick Thompson, tells me that, like, it's really good listening when I add in the music and stuff because it helps him realise when he should pop and stuff like that. So I do stuff like that. So occasionally... These episodes are going to drop a bit later than we expect. And we apologize for that. But if it's coming a bit late, it means it's going to be really fucking good.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I hope so. And this one's a fair bit late. And I, I can at least guarantee from my end, this is probably the most fun I had writing a pay-per-view in particular
1: yeah and i had said to you off air like the way i'd set up my um first year and a half like uh from rumble to mania of my first year was like uh sort of like a, a prequel like um setting all the pieces in motion and then uh backlash to mania 2 was um sort of my phase 1 my year 1 and i had everything planned out from that backlash going through to that mania and of course a lot of things changed where i got thrown (laughs) matches early that i didn't want then and um people either injured or uh swapped to a different brand for a month or uh my (laughs) wrestlemania main eventer stolen
0: (laughs) that's true too yeah um Hey, he main invented Starcade instead. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and then he just got taken out last month uh, after not realising that that was the giant under a hood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do appreciate that you made the uh, <laughs> the comment after I popped on it <laughs> on yeah. air that you said it was the giant. I'm like, what? The hell? <laughs> You're like, well, the first angle was. Sh- a bit lower and it was grainy and at night and i'm like oh okay then
0: yeah yes yeah, shot from a higher up angle where the heights are a bit hard to tell <laughs> so oh, stupid though so stupid um, now this
1: being an even number month uh, who goes first
0: so you're going first today uh i'm gonna go last um I pretty much already announced my entire card for this pay-per-view last episode. So, um, my pay-per-view today is a love letter to my favorite WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17. So, I thought you
1: were going to say WrestleMania
0: 9. I I think there will be a love letter to that at some point. I'll, I do want to do a show where everyone's in a toga. <laughs> toga toga what you do is uh what you do did you do world tour
1: i did i did tour (laughs) i did revenge so what you do is you do did they ever do like a a weird name for their european tours i feel like they did or was that just wwe when they did the live european tours maybe i don't know what you do is you do a european tour and you have a stopover in greece
0: yeah, Greece or Rome would be the place to do it.
1: Yeah, you either do it in the shadows of the Coliseum, or you can do it at the... Um... Oh, my God, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Uh, the site where they held the first Olympics, because they usually hold, like, one or two... They held, like, two events there when they had the most uh, recent Olympics in Greece. 2004, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because just after us, that. Big uh, Nicky Webster-sized boots to fill. <laughs> yeah, they didn't do a good job. No, no. Nicky and Kylie smashed it. Anyway, um, <laughs> welcome to Fruity's Ultimate <laughs> uh, Olympic show. That's in <laughs> uh,
1: one month's time.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think we... Now that you bring it up, I think we could possibly do an outside of the ring on an Olympic event or something. That'd be fun.
1: Just watching
0: some of the boxing or the taekwondo or the... the... Oh, or just a random sport Either one of neither one of us know anything about. Ooh, the equestrian. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that'd
1: be great. <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh,
0: who's going first here? Me? you are going first. Um, normally we do a recap, but just go back and listen to last month's episode. Last. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, basically we went into, uh, was it, WrestleMania with DX holding all the gold. And then X-Pac lost the light heavyweight championship to Super Crazy. Uh, China lost the European championship to Fit Finley. Tyson lost the Intercontinental championship to Bret Hart. The New Age Outlaws lost the tag titles to the Mexam connection of Juventus Guerrero and Psychosis. And in the main event, uh, Triple H retained against Taz with uh, outside interference, as well as uh, Brie Bella defeating Paige for the Women's Championship. And uh, in the Hardcore Championship Scramble match, it was Antonio Inoki, Axelrod and George the Animal Steel, the British Bulldog, and are debuting the Blue Mini from the Blue World Order, and the Blue Mini is your new hardcore champion. Say hello to the blue guy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh,
0: are you doing a quick recap, or should I get into it? Oh, just, we got, I'll just tell you what we got lined up for this month. So we had, like, matches announced for this month, which is Super Brawl, uh, the main event will be Stone Cold versus The Rock for the World Heavyweight title. You've got a triple threat TLC tag team match with the Dudleys, the Hardy Boys, and Edge and Christian. Two really original, never heard of uh, matches at the Houston Astrodome before. Um, <laughs> uh, we're sort of set up that if Chris Jericho and Rob Van Dam both uh, get to their sixth defense uh, of their television titles on Nitro... Which will be on week one. They will have a unification match to determine who gets to the lucky seven at Super Brawl. Um, Trish Stratus versus Luna Vashon. We're going to have an extreme death match with Cactus Jack versus New Jack. We're going to have a jack off.
1: <laughs> yeah, all you need now is Jacko in there, a special outside enforcer. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, uh, and Kells? Yeah, uh, number one contender, Fatal 4-Way, leader versus Molina versus Jazz versus Michelle McCool. We're going to have The Undertaker versus Lex Luger. Kane and Papa Shungo versus The Dark Carnival, Great Mooder and Vampiro. Tommy Dreamer versus Raven. If Tommy wins, Raven leaves WCW. If Raven wins, Tommy joins the flock. We're going to have a Thunderground fight. That's what we debuted last month. Um, But... Great rip-off of Raw Underground. And it's going to be Ken Shamrock versus Meng. Going to have an eight-man tag match, the Filthy Animals versus the NWO Giant Batista, Vince and Shane McMahon. And there's going to be an unsanctioned fight between DDP and his mystery stalker. Also last month, uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Shawn Michaels were violently ejected out of the NWO. Wow. Did you see that coming? And Randy Savage, too, because he got kicked out at the pay-per-view because he failed in a tag match. So, yeah, it's all going on.
1: Okay, so we go to uh, Raw is War. Let's do this. Now, I have said to Alex off air, I have stacked my, uh, what is it, uh, Raw After Mania, and then the as a pay-per-view type um show, and then the rest are just sort of um, Raw-level shows that I normally do with a, a couple of little things here and there.
0: Yeah, well, this uh, week one is going to be one of my shorter week ones ever, so I think this sort of evens out pretty well. Okay,
1: so uh, Raw is War from New Orleans, the Raw after Mania. We see photos of WrestleMania played over a music montage as they uh Montage. Then, the opening shot we cut to in the ring where WWF President Jim Barnett is with ECW representative Joey Styles, and they confirm that last uh, last night's match was unfair, and and invite Taz down to the ring. Uh, they say we will. Resolve this situation, and Taz, you will receive another championship match versus Triple H at Backlash in San Jose. And to confirm there's no interference, it will be a steel cage match. Taz excitedly shakes both men's hands before posing to the fans on the tone buckles. Backstage.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: There we go. Backstage. Joel Gertner is with the Mexam connection as they talk about the history and importance of Lucha Libre. Siff Crazy mentions that they met Rosita and Celita in Dixieland, and they once really? and once they joined up, they they were in talks to one VKM, but they were told that they would only be gardeners and maids. Honestly, what kind of backwater hick is in charge over there? American <laughs> males, we'll see you a backlash. <laughs> On commentary. Lord Alfred and Gorilla Monsoon discuss uh, that there may be something off with Brie Bella as she seemed different after crawling under the ring last night at WrestleMania to defeat Paige. Uh, next is Jessica Havoc defeating a local wrestler, makes quick work of it, is over in under five minutes. Gorilla mentions that she is the unstoppable object and that she will meet Brie Bella's immovable force at backlash.
0: Awesome. We
1: go backstage again as Joel Gertner is in the car park and uh, tries to get an interview with Jeff Jarrett as he arrives. He's friend with the guitar and, uh, and is called Slap Nuts before saying he has a surprise for Kurt and Deborah and the fans tonight in attendance.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, back in the ring, Vergonier congratulates Fit Finlay on becoming the new European champion. Fit said it means so much to him as his son, David, was in the front row to see it. <laughs> mentions how his family stayed up until 2 a.m. Monday in Ireland to see the result. Finn is then confronted by William Regal. Regan states that he was the better man in February, but, uh, but trying to take a shortcut cost him, and he's looking for a fair rematch. No weapons. Finley looks at Vern and nods his head in agreement, and Finley says, at Backlash, Uh, extending his hand out to Regal, who uh, pauses, but shakes it, and the match is officially on. We continue. We go backstage again after the ad break and see Kurt ushering Deborah into a private locker room behind a wall of security. Then back to ringside. Inoki is pissed, tearing the ring... Uh, tearing apart the ringside area, then Anoki jumps on the mic and demands uh, the blue guy to a rematch. Before long, the Blue World Order are heading down the uh, heading down to ringside. Howard Finkel says, "I've just been informed this is a hardcore rules match and is for the WWF Hardcore Championship." But before Meanie can remove his belt, he's jumped uh, jumped by Anoki. The seconds are brawling on the outside, but Inoki has the numbers advantage with Bull and Hamada in his corner. Then through the crowd run Havik and Kong to attack the ladies. They brawl through the crowd, and meanwhile Nova and Tucker are uh, by the commentators and Liger and Stevie uh, by the timekeeper. The numbers are now even, but Anoki still seems to have the upper hand until... Gilbert. Gilbert. Gilbert runs down, (laughs) spear to Anoki, takes off his jacket and shows a BWO top. Pulls the Blue Meanie on top of Anoki. One, two, three. Blue Meanie retains the championship and Gilbert has joined the Blue World Order. (laughs) Ha ha ha.
0: Oh, man, the fourth member of my NWO was Goldberg. Just remember that, <laughs> humans. <laughs>
1: uh, backstage, and we see a tour bus arrive, but more on that later. After commercial, we're back in the ring to see the debuting free count, Shannon Moore and Gregory Sugar Shane Helms, with their manager, Albert, <laughs> versus uh, Elix Skipper and Kid Romeo. Surprisingly, Skiffer and Romeo are getting along given their recent troubles until Kid Romeo tries f- for the last kick and his knee buckles, leading to Shannon Moore rolling him up and claiming the victory. Post-match, free count go up to exit. But Skipper tells Romeo, I'm done with you. you failed me for the last time, and then begins to attack the knee. Helms and Moore have seen enough, and they run in... Uh, Run back in to save Romeo as Skipper Bell shouting, this ain't over.
0: Very good.
1: Backstage again, Joel Gertner is joined by Brie Bella. Joel asks her how she suddenly seemed so refreshed mid-match last night. Brie says, well, you could say it was magic. But as Joel continues to press the interview, Brie shouts, this interview is over and storms off. Hmm... Next, we go to a tag team match. Chronic, the tag team, <laughs> calling out any WWF tag team to face him right here, right now. It's answered by the Boogie Knights. Chronic has disco isolated until from under the ring, Alex retrieves the duck. <laughs> the fans chant, Dancing duck, dancing duck, which seems to power up disco as he gestures to the duck on one knee. <laughs> Disco hits the chart buster, then on Brian Clark for the win. <laughs> we cut backstage and we see Joel Gertner interview Inokiasms, Boom, Nakano, and uh, Hamada. They call out Havoc and Kong for a match next week. If Havoc thinks she can just back out because she has a championship match, Maybe she'll have company ringside if she knows what we mean. After a commercial break, Howard Finkel Finkel welcomes the chosen one, Jeff Jarrett, to the ring. Jeff says, "Listen up, slap nuts. I'm the chosen one of professional wrestling. My family's been involved in the uh, my family's been involved in this business since the 1960s. Because ain't I great? (laughs) Now Kurt Angle and Deborah." Get your sorry asses out here! Uh, Kurt comes out with Deborah. Kurt says, "The time for talking is over, and the time to- and now it's time for ruthless aggression." A referee slides into the ring and uh, tries to separate both men in the separate corners. As we now seem to have an impromptu match, the crowd is red hot for this. As Kurt, uh, as Kurt has his guard down, Jeff lifts his hand. And with his pinky finger, taps Kurt. He falls like a man shot with a large gun and casually pins Kurt one, two, three. The fans are livid. Deborah hands Jeff a mic as he helps Kurt up. You fell for it. You all fell for it. (laughs) You see, we are more united now more than ever, thanks to this man. As he points to the rampway. And all of a sudden, we hear, ding, ding, ding. It's legally distinct. <laughs> Ask TNA. <laughs> uh, it is the immortal Hulk Hogan. Hogan enters the ring as we can hear the booze get louder and louder. Howard Finkel re enters the ring. Look at all this trash being thrown of the ring, Howard says. Uh, Hogan says, well, let me tell you something, Fink. The Hawks saw the writing on the wall. Billionaire Ted lost his marbles and sold off. Then the WWF uh, wouldn't let their older guard wrestle. The answer was to get, uh, to get the band back together and to make an impact. Don't worry, Fink. I know. I know of, a, I know of plenty of friends who want to join this war. Uh, following that backstage, ECW representative Joey Styles confirms a huge acquisition from ECW has arrived and will be in action next. Post break, head cheese are waiting to take on a mystery opponent tonight. Joey Styles comes out of the ramp to announce the ECW acquisition, the ECW tag team champions, the FBI. Tracy Smuffers, Tony Marmaluk, Little Nunzio, Big Nunzio, defending the championship under what is known as Freebird Rules. Uh, so I just want to pause here for a moment. Uh, we discussed this off air. I looked into uh, Nunzio's ECW name. It turns out that is, in fact, a uh, racial slur towards uh, Italian-Americans. Yeah. So that's why I'm using Nunzio and not the other name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it is the two Nuncios in action, making fast work of head cheese with the Sicilian slice for the win. Backstage, Joel interviews Jessica Havoc, who says next week's tag match uh, will be tough, but she's still got her focus set on Bella, uh, Brie Bella at the pay-per-view. Main event time, it is the celebration of Triple H. D-Generation X are in the ring. Triple H makes a grand entrance with a big king robe. Each member of of D-Generation X is kissing after Hunter. Then the number one contender from last month, who doesn't have a championship match this uh, month, comes out on the ramp, Mark Henry. Uh, But he's cut off from gang anywhere near the ring by China, X-Pac, Mike Tyson, Road Dogg and Billy Gunn, all who form... All who go up the ramp, forming a wall, preventing uh, Mark Henry from getting anywhere near the ring. Triple H is gloating. See, to be a leader, you need to command an army. So it's six against one. You might get lucky, take out one of us, maybe two. Then what? Oh, you're upset because you're number one contender. Well, well, <laughs> well, if you want it, come get it. That's right. You versus an army never will win. And Mark begins to back up with DX following him, making sure he exits up the, uh, the tunnel. But all of a sudden, the camera cuts back to the ring. Triple H is being attacked by a number of people from behind. And Mark Henry runs through D-Generation X, bowling them down the ramp, like bowling, uh, knocking them over like bowling pins. These balaclava men all stand united as Triple H is down. Mark enters the ring, grabs a mic, says, oh, maybe this army? As he walks around and... Takes off the balaclavas, revealing the members one by one. (laughs) D Lo Brown, Elix Skipper, Kay Quick, Jacqueline Moore, Teddy Long, and Stevie Ray and Booker T. This is the Hall (laughs) of Pain. This is what we do as he holds aloft the championship uh, and commentary speculates. It only seems like a matter of time before Mark Henry is world champion, and we end Raw Week One.
0: Wow, I love that faction. Um, I know for a fact you th- that you know that I thought it was someone else. I thought it was a different, a uh, group of people, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you had me. Hook, line, and sinker, then that was fantastic. Um, lots of factions showing up. We got Immortal, we got the Hall of Pain. Oh, yeah, so lo- we've got, love to see it. I've
1: got DX, I've got the Mexamp Amp connection, I've got Enochism,
0: the BWO, the FBI
1: uh, just showed up, Free Count, uh, Free Sheep Count. Herders, <laughs> uh, Heart Foundation.
0: Yeah, I well, love factions. I thought I had a heap of factions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that ends ends week one. Any uh, sort of quick comments or questions you have there? Because that was a a lot, and I know normally I do everything for a pay per view, but I wanted to to stack it in like a um an old Raw aftermania. Yeah. Um. Just
0: wondering, was that always going to be your big mania sort post mania sort of angle in, in that final segment there. Cause yeah, like I said, I think there was another option you could have had. And I think you chose the more creative option to be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what you're hinting at. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this was, um, sort of my beginning of, um, of phase two to See that and when you did take Henry for a month and then you were like, No, no, it's only for a month, you'll get him back. I'm like, Oh, thank god I can't do this again. Yeah. I can't rewrite <laughs> another six months.
0: Yeah, and I definitely had no idea you had big plans for Mark Henry. So um if I ha- if I had any inkling that you had big plans for him, I might not have been so keen to give him back. <laughs> Especially if we um thinking like, we're not going to name anything, but if you think in hindsight who I traded him back for, perhaps I shouldn't have even done it anyway. Yeah, maybe not. Considering <laughs> <laughs> so where that person ended up. Anyway. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. There's still a lot of people like I've got from this second draft that I haven't debuted yet. There's yeah a major uh weight that i'm saving there's sort of a bigger faction that i'm saving so there's a couple of people that i'm saving and we do now i suppose have we said this on air what uh the twist was going to be for the um the mid-year review show
0: well i was thinking we were gonna do perhaps a two-parter
1: yeah but do you remember the uh Here, I'll type it in chat. So if you haven't said it yet, because I lose track of what's said on
0: air and what's not said because I edit. um, Uh, I lose track of what is said in general day-to-day life in general every single day. (laughs) Ain't it the truth? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're thinking about doing a bit of a... Well, as one man said, it's time to shake things up again. <laughs> um, So what I'm thinking for a shake-up is we each nominate 10 people from our own roster. We chuck it into a tub, chuck all of them into a tub, and we take turns just grabbing a person out of the tub. So, like, there's a small chance you could get all ten people you nominated up for a shake up and get yep. them all back. <laughs> uh the thing is tag teams will count as one. Uh Ooh. there must there must be two tag teams and two women. And then the rest is singles. Okay.
1: Which hmm. is um That's making it a bit more difficult because a lot of my women now I'm sort of happy with. I'll have to look over that now and really consider who I could risk losing.
0: I'm happy to uh, make it either three tags and one woman. No, no, two
1: and two is fair because I can because... Not everyone's appearing on every show, so it's yeah. just more so who who I don't have any immediate plans for that I'll have to pull up off air and, and really take into consideration.
0: Yeah, and the craziness that this could cause could be, I I put up my two tags and my two women. I could draw out four tags but not get any women, and you could get four women. So yeah. just like that my women's division's taken a two-person hit, and just like that, your tag division's taken a two-tag hit. So that sort of stuff, uh, I think it's just a way to sort of keep things fresh, Um, keep keep us on our toes. Uh, Obviously, because we nominate our wrestlers to go up, it's probably not going to be our top guys, so it's going to be kind of interesting to see, like, uh, say I nominate someone that I don't care too much for and yeah. then you end up getting them. It'll be interesting to see like what sort of ideas you come up for him because clearly I wouldn't have nominated him if I had ideas for him.
1: Yeah. 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 That's true too. Um, yeah. Um, Thank you for the, the feedback on uh, week one. Thank you for allowing me to go along there.
0: Uh, what do you have week two? Yeah, week two. Okay. Um, well, I should probably do week one. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. second. Yeah, you got me a bit confused. I was like, oh, have I actually read week one yet? Um, Skip week so, one. No one needs week one. <laughs> we are live from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We opened the show with the Freebirds. Kerry Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich. Lacey Von Erich and Michael P. S. Hayes celebrating Michael Hayes' win in the main event last night for the extreme heavyweight title. He talks about how special it was for him to win the title at the Sportatorium, and now he has the title. He wants to have the greatest extreme championship reign and wants to defend it against any and all challenges. And out comes the gangster New Jack. Who comes out and issues a challenge? Hayes accepts and he asks the Von Eriks to leave. He says, I've got to prove myself. And after 10 minutes of plunder, New Jack hits a pile driver off the apron to the outside through a table. And shockingly, New Jack is your new extreme champion. Uh, the Von Eriks are just absolutely disappointed and reluctantly helping Hayes out to the back. New Jack grabs the mic and says, Everything's fallen in place. He's sick of hearing about how that out of shape white boy Cactus Jack banned the most violent wrestler in the world. So at Super Brawl, in an extreme death match, he'll put this title on the line to prove how deadly he is. Um yeah. There we go. Title change, straight out of the gate. Short title run for Michael Hayes.
1: Wow. <laughs> um, Didn't see that coming, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense with uh, where you're going. Continue on, sir.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I just want to point out that I wrote this in uh, early April. New Jack was alive when I was writing a massive push for New Jack. <laughs> oh, so... yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so this yeah. episode... <laughs> Hang on, let me put it up here. Uh, so, because we're so far behind, fugs, uh, we've only just recently got back on it. Uh, we were <laughs> stopped around seventeenth of April. So yeah, it makes sense that uh, New Jack is uh, going to the moon.
0: Yeah, and yeah, New Jack was still alive when I wrote this. That's the crazy part. I wasn't like, oh, he just passed away. I'm going to, like, push him because RIP New Jack. It was just like, I just got New Jack. I love New Jack. <laughs> um, anyway, our next match, more titles on the line, baby, is the WCW World Television title, Chris Jericho versus Rey Mysterio. This was announced the night before. Ten-minute fast pace, uh cruiserweight-style match from these two. Finish comes when Ray hits the six-one-nine on Jericho, but Vince and Shane McMahon come out, distract the referee, and the giant Batista beat down Ray. The filthy animals chase off the NWO, but Jericho pins Ray, and Jericho moves to six on his road to seven. Uh, ECW World Television title. RVD versus uh the franchise Shane Douglas who wants to get gold once again after losing the extreme title the night before. RVD wins a 13-minute match with the five-star frog splash. After the match Jericho lays out RVD with his title and holds up both television titles. It's official at Super Brawl, both RVD and Jericho's road to the Lucky 7 culminates in a television title unification match
1: wow um didn't expect that but um did those guys ever have a like a um championship match
0: yeah i think they they had a pretty lengthy sort of intercontinental sort of feud in 0203 sort of thing
1: okay so it was during that um that break i had when i wasn't really watching fair enough yeah
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that those two actually traded the Intercontinental title a fair few times, and they always had awesome matches. So, yeah, I thought I should book that one.
1: Uh, sorry, continue on. I, I just like um, because you like have such a good wrestling mind for history, and that I always like um, questioning these things if it has been um, yeah. a full creative choice or if it is um, something you're of a uh, uh, taken from history, so to speak.
0: Yeah, no, nah, feel free to ask any questions along the way. Like, I'd like this to be a bit more conversational too, so that's that would be great. Um, backstage, we've got Luga Vampiro, and the great Muda are with me and Gene. Luga talks about their matches at Super Bowl, Luger against Taker, and the dark carnival of Muda and Vampiro against Kane and Papa Shungo. They understand the ministry might get involved But they are doing this for their friend Sting, who they haven't heard from in months now. They haven't seen Sting since Undertaker did a uh, tombstone off the second rope through two chairs to Sting um, on the road to living dangerously. I think that was week one, month two. Uh, Thunder Hour. If you recall, we started doing that last month. Edge and Christian are in the ring talking about their TLC match at Super Bowl. They get interrupted by the Hardys. Then the Dudleys, a brawl breaks out. Big schmoz. Hardys and the Dudleys take out Edge and Christian and pose. But the Dudleys cheap shot the Hardys and put both guys through tables. They did the whole uh, put Matt on top of the table and then the 3D with Jeff Hardy threw Matt through the table. Um, it is time for, no, no, it's not time for that yet. Luna Vachon beats a local and after the match makes her opponent bleed. She challenges Trish Stratus to make their match at Super Brawl a first blood match. Trish accepts. We're going to put the women in a bloody environment, so something fresh. Uh, Thunderground time. Shane introduces the fight. It's Meng versus Mongo. Mango Mongo. Uh, this is. <laughs> Mango Mongo. Mango Mongo, I guess. Uh, this is a hard hitting five minute strike fest in this shoot style environment. Mongo starts to get control, but Ken Shamrock runs in and beats the hell out of Mang, staring at Shane the whole time. Mongo and Shamrock have an argument because Mongo believes Shamrock cost him the win in the Thunderground. Uh Lita and Lacey Von Erich versus Melina and Jazz ends in a no contest when Michelle McCool comes out and takes all four women to the approval of Paul Bearer as the newly christened Dark Bride Michelle McCool. Um, main event time, a special uh six-man extravaganza is uh, the the flock uh maven canyon and lash larue versus a bit of a dream team of sorts of sorts stone cold steve austin the rock and diamond dallas page 18 minute cluster of a match finish comes when dreamer runs down and attacks raven ddp hits a diamond cutter on a distracted maven but the lights go out and come back on And we see DDP's wife on the big screen in a house with her family who are all unconscious and the house is trashed. DDP freaks out, tags the Rock in and runs backstage. Canyon and Lash LaRue are left alone with Rock and Austin who play a game of one-upsmanship with each other and hit their finishes on both men for the win. After the match, we see Vince on the ramp applauding. Remember, Vince said he didn't need to insert a member of the NWO into the title match because he already bought himself a horse in the race. Austin and Rock share untrusting looks at each other to end Nitro from week one from Oklahoma. And that was longer than I thought, Soz. <laughs> week two, Raw. Raw.
2: Hello. Can
1: you hear me? Yep. I am singing. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. So week two, much shorter show. Um, like I said, I put a lot into that first week. Um, yep. So kicking things off, we have, uh, where are my notes? We have, oh, that's right. Uh, Just Incredible. Uh, taking on... Where did I put this? Just incredible. Sorry, 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 sorry. Just Incredible taking on... Why did I lose this page? No, 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 no. Taking on Rowdy Roddy Piper. There we go. Um, Quick back and forth match, but uh, Just Incredible hits the That's Incredible for the win. Uh, following that, we have the uh, we have a tag team match of immortal Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle with Deborah and Hulk Hogan in their corner, defeating Chronic the tag team. And in the main event, oh my gosh, I've lost my This is why I'm supposed to put all the notes in one binder. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, no, no, no. It is Bull, Nakano, and Hamada versus Jessica Havoc and Awesome Kong in a uh, women's tag team match. Of course, Havoc uh, trying not to spend as much time in the ring because she has the championship match coming up at the pay-per-view. Kong tags in Havoc, and uh, a distraction of Hamada pulling down Kong on the apron allows Bull, Nakano to uh, hit the hit the Bulls Poseidon for the win here against um, Jessica Havoc. So the champion, uh, sorry, the number one contender has been pinned going towards the championship match at the pay-per-view. A little bit lighter there on notes, but um, yeah, like I said, I wanted to put so much into that first week. I've cut a lot from the rest of the show <laughs> because I am a bit more time conscious with these now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I probably should start doing that. Um Yeah, well, without further ado, week two, live from Wichita, Kansas, for Nitro. we open hot with footage earlier in the day of DDP at an airport saying goodbye to his wife and his in-laws, telling them to stay overseas until this whole thing is over with. As DDP leaves, he receives a box of chocolates and a card that says, No distractions, Dally. You're all mine now. XOXO. Stone Cold comes out, cuts a promo saying that he heard word that Heyman booked him and Rock in a tag match against Bigelow and Shane Douglas in the main event tonight. Austin wants to know if Rock even has his back. He knows DTA, but Vince says he bought a horse in the race, so he wonders if Rock sold his soul to the devil and joined then W.O. Rock comes out and says Austin's acting like a dumb redneck piece of trash. The Rock doesn't sell out for anybody, and The Rock means anybody. They have an intense stare down and are about to trade blows, but Bam Bam and Shane run down, Shane Douglas, that is, and attack both men, but Rock and Austin fend them off. Rock turns around and eats a stunner from Austin. How can they possibly get along? Um... Luger, Muda, and Vampiro come out for a six-man against three locals, but they get sneak attacked by the entire Ministry of Darkness. Kane, Shungo throw Muda and Vampiro off the stage through the tables. Uh, the Ministry beat down Luger and tie Luger to what appears to be a cross-like symbol, the symbol of the Ministry. The symbol raises whilst the Undertaker poses and laughs underneath the symbol. The Giant and Batista have a tag match against the, ha- against the Headbangers. The Filthy Animals run down and attack Giant and Batista. Vince and Shane look pissed watching from a private box. So now, so next week, we'll have a contract signing between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. Jazz versus Lita ends in a no contest after Molina attacks them both, and then Michelle McCool takes out Molina. Jericho cuts a promo backstage about how since he shown up, the higher-ups have screwed him. It was promised a singles match for the television title, Living Dangerously, but he ended up having to single-handedly beat five other men to get the title. He worked his ass off to get to six defences, but somehow has his lucky seven in jeopardy due to a title that isn't even part of this company. But he'll continue to defy the odds and prove he is the saviour of world championship wrestling. Cactus Jack and New Jack versus Raven's Flock is uh, what kicks off the Thunder Hour. Uh, Yeah, Cactus Jack and New Jack versus Raven's Flock, Maven, Lash, and Canyon. Ends with Canyon pinning Cactus Jack after New Jack attacks Cactus in the match. Raven gets in the ring after the match and says that Tommy shouldn't take any of this personally because he's doing this all for Tommy to help Tommy be a better man. We see backstage Luna attacking Trish and leaving Trish a bloody mess backstage. Underground time. This time around, Meng is watching on his throne he has set up in the Thunderground with Shane as Steve McMichael beats three random dudes. Mongo says that he wants Meng in the Thunderground. Ken Shamrock comes in and says Mongo should stay out of his business. Shane says that if you want Meng, how about you two fight it out next week? All right, Iron Sheik is backstage. He says, Sheiky baby is an amateur wrestling legend. I'm an Olympic legend. I want to enter the Thunderground soon. He gets interrupted by the Steiner brothers. Scott says that I love how articulate you are, Sheik. I'm also impressed that Sheik has both a beer gut and a six pack. You're kind of jacked, but you're kind of fat. Sheik and Scott shake hands and perhaps a new friendship has formed in WCW with the Steiner brothers. In particular, Scott Steiner with the Iron Sheik. (laughs) I love where this is going. (laughs) I thought you would. Thought you would. Uh, Main event time, Rock and Austin versus Bam Bam and Shane Douglas. 25-minute match. Rock accidentally hits Austin with a strike. Austin goes to retaliate, but Rock moves. Austin lays out the ref. Bam Bam and Shane take control, but the Giant comes in, and the Giant lays out Douglas. And Bam Bam and signals for The Rock to hit the people's elbow and Rock gets the pin on Shane Douglas. Austin looks perplexed by all of this. Perhaps The Rock really is in cahoots with the NWO and that ends week two of Nacho. Wow,
1: that's really good. I'm really impressed with what you're doing so far. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah there's a bit, bit of comedy and then we've got this whole... uh Who's the horse in the race, so to speak, from Vince McMahon? Yeah. Uh where are
1: we? Week week, 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 week two? Week three. Week three. Yes, week three. Um week three. We kick things off. William Regal uh defeats defeats Steve Blackman, who had uh Al Snow ringside. Following that. Alicia Fox defeats a local talent, but as she's going up the rampway, her and Kelly Kelly exchange looks as Kelly Kelly then goes to the ring and defeats the second local talent. More to come there later, maybe. Uh, A tag team match of... Where did I have that tag team listed? A tag team match of uh, Booker T and Stevie Ray defeating... Where was that? Uh, defeating the Funks. After they hit the, um, the uh, slapjack and the bookend for the win. And in the main event segment, we have Hulk Hogan. Sorry? Uh,
0: didn't do anything.
1: Okay. Must have just been feedback of mine. Uh, in the main event segment, we have Hulk Hogan with Jeff Jarrett, Kurt Angle, and Deborah in their corner, taking on Albert with a free count in his corner and Hulk Hogan getting the win there, much to the boo of the audience in attendance.
0: Uh, I don't know why the visual of Hulk Hogan versus Albert, a match that has never happened, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) uh, pops me so hard, the idea of those two facing off. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, All right. Week three for Nitro. uh, We're live from Denver, Colorado. Paul Heyman is backstage with Eddie Guerrero. He informs Eddie that due to unforeseen circumstances, Chavo, Conan, and Ray's plane got delayed and they won't be able to make it tonight. So he is now without a partner for his tag match against the Giant and Batista. But Heyman has found a suitable replacement in the ECW television champion, Rob Van Damme. We kick things off with a contract signing for the TLC match. There are ladders, tables, chairs, all that sort of stuff like surrounding the ring. The Hardys and the Dudleys agree that Edge and Christian don't even deserve the title shot. Edge and Christian make fun of their opponents. Edge and Christian announce that Mr. McMahon made a main event for tonight. A special eight-man tag, the Hardys and the Dudleys taking on... Edge, Christian, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. They assure everyone that Vince told them they can trust their partners tonight. After all, Vince always has a horse in the race. Rob Van Dam and Eddie Guerrero versus Batista and the Giant with Vince and Shane. 10-minute match. Finish comes when Batista's down... RVD goes up for the five-star frog splash, but Vince and Shane distract the ref. Jericho runs down, lays out RVD with the chair, and RVD falls off the top rope. The giant choke slams Eddie and Batista, hits a Batista bomb on RVD for the win. After the match, the NWO leave, and Jericho locks the lion tamer on Rob Van Dam, who passes out. Ministry have a vignette, cut and promos about their opponents at Super Bowl. Taker warns WCW that an era of darkness will reign after he takes out Lex Luger. And Kane and Papa Shango take out the Dark Carnival. And Michelle McCool will bring new darkness to the women's division when she becomes number one contender. Uh, Trish Stratus has a match against Molly Holly. Trish wins by, distraction, uh, by disqualification after Luna runs in and opens up Trish with a spike from her ring attire, all the spikes and stuff she wears. Thunder um, our time, Cactus Jack has a match against DDP. DDP has the advantage, but another creepy video plays, this time showing a man in a black trench coat and ski mask vandalizing DDP's yoga studio. DDP turns around into a double arm DDP, uh, DDT even, and Cactus Jack wins. After the match, New Jack comes out and levels Cactus with a steel chair, but Cactus no sells it. Both men brawl their way to the back. Underground time Mongo versus Shamrock. Mongo puts up a fight, but ultimately succumbs to the ankle lock from Shamrock. Meng stands up off of his throne and eyes and locks eyes with Shamrock. All of a sudden, the Iron Sheik and the Steiner brothers come in and attack Shamrock and Mongo. Meng comes down to try and fight them off for some reason. But they get the best of him as well. Sheik and the Steiner brothers... Say they are real shoot wrestling legends and challenge these three men to a six-man tag next week. Shane accepts for them. Raven is in Tommy Dreamer's house with the flock, Bueller and Tommy's kids. Raven talks about how Tommy was a, the popular kid in school. Nobody ever acknowledged Raven. What about him? What about Raven? Tommy got the girl, Tommy was the pride of the football team, but now Raven has the girl, and Raven has a team. But instead of ignoring Tommy like Tommy did to him, he wants to show Tommy the right way. He wants to welcome him into his team. And he will break down Tommy at Super Bowl and rebuild him into the person he always could have been. Uh, Main event time, the Hardys and the Dudleys versus Edge, Christian, Rock, and Stone Cold. 20-minute match. Finish comes when everyone is down except the Dudleys and Rock and Austin. Edge runs in, lays out Austin from behind with a chair whilst the referee is distracted. Edge throws the chair at Rock, but Rock catches it. Austin sees the smoking gun in Rock's hand, and he hits a stunner on the Rock. Austin thought Rock hit... Austin with the chair. Austin turns around into a three-day from the Dudleys, and Dudleys get the win whilst Edge and Christian laugh on the entrance way at Rock and Austin. The show ends with Rock and Austin on the mat selling their attacks but staring daggers at each other. Ooh.
2: That
0: does sound interesting.
1: I wonder who the horse is.
0: Mmm... Yeah, Yeah. I I should have thought of more uh, phrases instead of horse in the race. now, because I swear to God, it has nothing to do with horses. Okay, guys. (laughs) We'll be riding on the
1: horses.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the new leader of the NWO is Daryl Braithwaite.
1: (laughs) Way up in sky. No, not Daryl Braithwaite. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Roar as war, go home. So we see Brie Bella defeat a local talent quickly, seeing uh, grabs the mic afterwards saying, see, I'm just in form as I ever was doing uh, sort of these arm flexes and push-ups in the ring. So, showing this new side to Brie that we sort of haven't seen before.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: sort of saying that she is ready for Jessica Havoc on Sunday. Following that, uh, we have an impromptu tag team match where the two contenders in the European Championship match, Fit Finlay, the champion, and William Regal, are taking on... Oh, no. I lost it. Um, are taking on... Um, oh, no, 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 no. I've got to stop putting it on loose sheets of paper. Uh, are taking on the Boogie Knights. There we go.
0: Yes, my uh desk is a bit unorganized. Have <laughs> you ever seen
1: the photo of oh, Meltzer's room, is...
0: Yeah, I was <laughs> just about to ask. Surely it's not as bad as Meltzer. <laughs> no, but my note uh, filing system kind of is. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so uh, we have Finley, the European champion, and Regal, uh, the number one contender, teaming up here against uh, the Boogie Knights, Alex Wright, and Disco Inferno. Again, this is a a lot of uh, your classic European style working over Alex and then he makes a tag into Disco who gets worked over. Disco tries his mind for the chartbuster, just can't seem to hit it. And is sort of uh, down on the mat. The The ref's calling for a rope break, um, forces Regal out of the corner. And as he does, Alex pops up on the apron with the duck. And Disco sees it and he's empowered again. He fights back. Chart back, uh, chart buster to Regal when, when he's not looking from behind. Pins Regal one, two, three. The match is over. The the boogie knights escape before Finlay even knows what's happened.
0: That's excellent. I love
1: that. Uh, following that, we see uh, Alicia Fox and Kelly Kelly in the ring, uh, but all of a sudden Vern Gonya comes out and says, "Hang on, Ray. Hang on, ladies." This isn't a singles match; this is a freeway match, along with this woman who introduces Jacqueline Moore, accompanied by Teddy Long. so this is just just a beat down. Jackie just beating on both women, goes to pin, does the uh typical thing the ref counts one, two, and then lifts up their head so the ref can't count three, yeah just working over both women, eventually stacks one on top of the other. There you are, pins both women at the same time and uh, wins the match. Afterwards, she's uh, confronted by ODB Jessica Dalton, who says, if you want to pick on somebody, why don't you pick on somebody your own size? So they're sort of uh, having a bit of a face-off, leading a bit of tension there. Yeah. Um, What else did I have down here? I think there was something else I had ring down here. Oh, um, in the go home segment, here we have the team of uh, where did I put that? Oh, we have the team of the FBI, Big Nuncio, Lil Nuncio, Tracy Smothers, and Tony Marmaluk taking on uh, D Generation X, China, uh, not China, sorry, X pac Tyson. Road Dog and uh, Billy Gunn with China in their corner. And DX just don't seem to have it together. They're not communicating right. They're try- uh, The Outlaws are trying for their f- tag finisher. They can't quite hit on Tracy Smothers. Uh, little Nunzio is running interference on the outside. Big Nunzio is just swatting people away. And the FBI here walk away champions uh, going into the pay-per-view where we have uh, what seems to be uh tension between a mortal and free count uh, more to come with uh, Jackie and ODB, uh, the announced number one contendership uh, of just incredible gang is match against uh super crazy for the light heavyweight ch- title. And uh, the, where else do I put? Oh, the tag team champs, the American miles, uh, having their number one contendership match against uh, uh, the Mexam Connection, Hervey and Psychosis. Finley and Regal will meet off in the European Championship. Brie Bella against Jessica Havoc and as well the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match of Triple H taking on Taz in a steel cage.
0: Very good. Yeah. Very like, exciting. like I
1: I said I did have a lot more written down that I did cut out. Hence, I have some pages missing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause I was, I was reading through it and I'm like, Oh, that's a bit long. I'm I'm not too sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that, that's uh concludes week four there. I'm sure there's maybe one or two other things I've missed there, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, that's all right. All right. Uh, week four for Nitro live from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Tonight, we will have a special sit down with JR, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. How uh, we say in the parking lot, the entire NWO laying out the Dudleys and the Hardys. Edge and Christian hit concertos to each man. We kick off in the ring with the six man tag. The Iron Sheik and the Steiner Brothers versus Mongo, Shamrock, and Meng with Shay McMahon, who sets up a throne at ringside for Meng. Meng never even gets on the apron, just sitting on his throne the entire time. He is the king of the Thunderground. Eight minute match. The numbers are too much for Mongo and Shamrock. Eventually, Meng finally gets on the apron and slowly gets in the ring. He puts the tongue and death grip on Shamrock and Shamrock's out cold. He then hits a tongue and spike on Mongo and throws Mongo to Scott Steiner, who puts Mongo on his shoulders and Rick Steiner jumps off the top rope with the doomsday bulldog that the Steiners used to do. Rick tags in Sheik, who puts the camel clutch on Mungo who passes out. Meng, Sheik, and the Steiners beat down Shamrock to a bloody pulp. After the match, Shane hands over a briefcase full of money to Sheik and the Steiners. Uh, Rob Van Dam cuts a promo on how much the ECW television title means to him, and he can't let someone like Jericho be the last person to hold it says that, that when he wins on Sunday, he wants to face whoever wins the main event at Super Brawl the following month on pay-per-view. Cherico says that is the lamest plans he's ever heard. If he wins, he will be patient and he will hang on to his lucky seven contract and wait for the right moment and not rush into it like this cracked out ass clown RVD. The two end up brawling backstage, getting separated by security. Um, Yeah. Two very different plans for the Lucky 7 rule. Hang on. just lost my spot a minute, so there
1: we go. Can can I just ask, uh, Lucky 7, it's not like um, option C, is it? It's uh, where you get a hold on to the
0: championship, isn't it? Yeah. No, th- this is basically option C as a money in the bank.
1: Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if...
0: Um, I think if... NWA's version is you can hang on to the title, but I'm sort of altering it. Okay. Thank you. I was just, yeah, unsure
1: if, you're, uh, if you changed any of it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I probably should have explained it a bit better. Yeah. So once you hit seven title defences... You can uh, cash in your title at any time for any, yeah, at any time anywhere for a world title shot, but you will not keep the title. That's why you're cashing it in. Sort uh, of thing. Yep. No worries. All right. Um, where was I? All right. The filthy animals are backstage, and Ray and Conan and Chavo revealed that they were boarding their plane last week. And as they were boarding their plane, someone bought the plane. They were told a VKM from Connecticut bought the plane, and refused to let it take off. They are disgusted by the corruption going on, but they need to take out the. But to take out the dirt, sometimes it takes a filthy animal. And on Sunday, they will show that the filthy animals have more heart and will destroy the NWO. Thunder Hour time. Thunderground time. Shane and Meng are back in the Thunderground and they watch as, sh- as Yoko do- oh, as Yoko Zuna destroys a few locals in the Thunderground with his ever-growing Kung Fuji skills. I did not forget about that, humans. Yay. <laughs> um, the Bomb Squad comes out. I did not forget about them either. Uh, come out and destroy the headbangers. They want more competition in this tag division, so they challenge the higher-ups to give them something they can sink their teeth into. Tommy Dreamer cuts a promo about his history with Raven and what this Sunday means to him. Uh, Luna Vachon beats Lacey Von Erich and bloodies her up. Trish comes in, attacks Luna, but ultimately Luna ends up busting open Trish again. We get a sit sit down interview with Rock and Austin. Austin thinks Rock sold his soul to Vince and expects the NWO to get involved on Sunday. Rock denies have having anything to do with Vince and thinks Vince has been framing him this whole time to throw people off the scent. Rock thinks that perhaps Austin's in cahoots with Vince, but Rock makes sure make sure Austin knows that he would do anything and The Rock means anything to get that world title. Ministry cut another vignette about their opponents at Super Bowl and they guarantee victory. DDP's seen cleaning up his yoga studio when a man in a trench coat and ski mask attacks him and lays him out cold. He then kisses DDP on the forehead. Main event time. It's opponents for Sunday teaming up. Rock and Austin versus Cactus Jack and New Jack. 15-minute match. It ends in disqualification when New Jack can't help himself and pulls out a pizza cutter. It cuts open both Rock and Austin and he gets disqualified. Cactus gets upset and lays out New Jack with the Cactus clothesline and elbow off the apron. Rock and Austin end up arguing in the ring. They start trading punches. Austin goes for a stunner, but Rock catches the leg and hits a stunner of his own to Austin to end Nitro. And that is the end of the road to Super Brawl.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: this is my mania sort of thing for the time being until Starcade.
1: <laughs> so this is your SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so.
1: Fair enough. Um, so we go to Backlash from San Jose. Uh, kick off with a Sunday night heat panel of um, of uh, Lord Alfred Hayes and Gorilla Monsoon joined by uh, the WWF Commissioner, not Commissioner, um, Board Member, WWF Representative. Jesus Christ. I need to stop pulling pages out and just cross stuff out next month. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, yeah. Joined by uh, Vergonia and ECW representative Joey Styles. They go through the confirmed matches tonight where we'll see on uh, heat late tonight, immortal Hogan, Jared angle with Deborah versus free count Helms, uh, Romeo and more with Albert. On the pay-per-view portion, we'll see the ECW Tag Team Championship defence of the FBI, a combination of uh, Lil Nunzio, Big Nunzio, Tony Marmaluk or Tracy Smothers versus chronic Brian Adams and Brian Clark. Jacqueline Moore with Teddy Long will face ODB, Jessica Dolan, the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship will be defended when Super Crazy takes on Just Incredible. The Hall of Pain have def- demanded a match and DX have answered. It'll be Henry, Booker T and Stevie Rave with Teddy Long versus D-Generation X, X-Pac, uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn with Mike Tyson. Uh, then the WWF Tag Team Championships are on the line when the Mexam connects him. Hoovy and Psychosis take on the American males, uh, Scotty Riggs and Buff Bagwell with Val Venus in their corner. Later on, uh, towards the top of the card, we'll see the European Championship defended Pitt Finley versus William Regal. The Women's Championship matches Bree Bella versus Jessica Havoc. And the WWF World Heavyweight Championship in a steel cage match. Triple H with China ringside, because he's only allowed one, versus Taz. Yeah, so very I, good. I, I like putting in that panel there, just um again just to cover anything that I may have cut out. I remembered to put that in at least. Yeah. Okay, so we kick off uh, with Immortal Hogan, Jarrett, Angle, and Deborah versus three Count Helms, Romero, uh, Romeo. I keep going to say Romero <laughs> like Rocky. Because I'm staring at his um <laughs> his mask in the re- um behind my desk, yeah. Uh, Romeo and Shannon Moore with Albert in their corner. So um, you'd be familiar with the original free count. Uh, Shane Helms, Shannon uh, Moore, uh,
0: Evan Courageous, Evan
1: Courageous, and who was their manager?
0: Tank Abbott.
1: Yeah, you've seen what I've done, haven't you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I instantly saw it and I thought it was great.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this is a pretty one-sided match of uh, sort of the three veterans here sort of taking it to the younger guys. Albert's on the outside trying to direct traffic, but it's not really working. All of a sudden, Deborah pops up from behind Albert, guitar shot to the outside, but it doesn't count as a referee uh, DQ because they're not involved in the match. Uh More officials come down to try to separate the uh the men on the outside who are not legal from attacking one another on the outside. Hogan, big boot to Romeo and uh the pin one, two, three after the leg drop. Hogan and a mortal win here, uh, picking up the first victory since Hogan revealed himself as the leader Awesome. Uh, going to the pay per view, kicking off with the ECW Tag Team Championship match of the FBI, Big Nuncio, and Tracy Smothers, accompanied by Lil Nuncio and Tony Marmeluke, versus Chronic, the tag team of Brian Adams and Brian Clark. So it's a good pairing of um, uh, Chronic here, trying to take out the big man, working down his uh, legs, but he tags in Tracy Smothers, and the fresher man's uh, able to outmaneuver both of them. Um, Both of the Bryans here. Eventually, Tracy Smothers uh, Smothers hits the Tennessee Jawbreaker, that old uh, chestnut coming all the way from his Italy roots, (laughs) (laughs) uh, for the win here in about 10 minutes. So the FBI are having one defense now of their ECW championship. Awesome. um, I think if you noted, um, our champions, cause you've, have you debuted? How many ECW yeah. championships have you debuted?
0: I've done the ECW world title and the television title now.
1: So who was your first, uh, world title?
0: So I had, um, Rhino as the ECW champion, and then he dropped it to Vince who dropped it to, <laughs> You dropped it to Shane Douglas, who sort of unified the ECW and the Hardcore title as the WCW Extreme title.
1: And then who was your... I'm just trying to think what the other one you had was. TV That's, title at yeah. the moment is... So Rob Van Rob, Rob's had it the whole time? Yeah. So with me, I gave the FTW title to Taz. Yeah, and the tag titles to the FBI, and if you look back towards the end of ECW, uh, other than Taz, who was the last FT- FTW champion until a year ago, uh, those three uh, people or teams like held those titles towards the end. In the case of Rhino, he was that last champion, so it does. It's sort of a nice touch to fit into history there that I think we've done unintentionally.
0: <laughs> yeah, I sort of like. I'm sort of a bit inaccurate with RVD being the television champion, but I feel like he's the one most synonymous with that title, so I'll put it on him. And I think
1: if he hadn't have got injured um, prior to uh, ECW closing, he would have been uh, TV champ going for that world title anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because he held it for, I think it was like 22, 23 months.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was just under two years from my memory.
1: Uh, anyway, so yeah. there you uh, are, humans. Uh, now that everything's out in the open, we can uh, do a little discussion on that, <laughs> which which we have behind the scenes once or twice quickly, but uh, it's it's good to let it out there.
0: Yeah, it was sort of a thing you sort of just sprung up on me, to be honest, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so third match of the night is odb
1: Cancelling uh, the, uh, putting in the challenge on the last uh, raw against Jacqueline Moore with Teddy Long in Jacqueline's corner, of course, representing the Hall of Pain. And early on, it's ODB, and then Jacqueline sort of begins working over OD- ODB's knees. And before you know it, Jacqueline Moore has ODB down, picks her back up, hits the DDT, one, two, three. Jacqueline gets the win here for the Hall of Pain.
0: That's awesome.
1: Uh, WWF Light Heavyweight Championship time. Super Crazy versus Just Incredible. Hard fought back and forth match, but uh, Just Incredible tries he might. Just isn't a match tonight for Super Crazy, who gets the win. One, two, three. Beautiful. Following that, the Hall of Pain are in action again, as it is Mark Henry, Booker T, Stevie Ray, uh, with Teddy Long in their corner versus D-Generation X answering the challenge of X-Pac, Road Dog, Billy Gunn with Mike Tyson in their corner. Uh, there is no love loss here as it's sort of an all-out brawl between uh, both sides with, um, with the referee trying to maintain some degree of control. Teddy Long and Tyson are even trying to goat one another into throwing a punch versus there's a second re on the outside after what happened between the seconds earlier in the night on heat yeah. so they're just standing on opposite side of the rings uh, near the commentary booth so if you're looking on the hard cameras one's top side, one's bottom side and they're just sort of arguing at one another to come and hit the other first <laughs> uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn begin booking, uh, begin brawling, sorry, with Booker T and Stevie Ray on the outside as X-Pac walks into a world strongest slam by Mark Henry, who pins X-Pac 1-2-3 and the Hall of Pain defeat Degeneration X here, as they uh, seem to gain some momentum moving forward into the next month.
0: That's uh, awesome.
1: Following that, the WWF Tag Team Championship of the Mexam Connection, Hoovian Psychosis versus the American Males, uh, Scotty Riggs and Marcus alexander totally buff Bagwell <laughs> I'm unsure where to put his nickname in his name I guess totally buff Marcus Alexander Bagwell yeah that yeah. no, was off the tongue better yeah because uh, it's all to me it's all sort of the same persona it's, it's like um, D-Generation X Triple H to present day Triple H it's all still the same character it's just a different look
0: yeah, yeah, like, that's true.
1: You'd argue um Adam Bomb and uh oh, Brian Clark. Brian Clark are two totally different uh personas, yeah. whereas um Marcus Alexander Bagwell and um Buff Bagwell and totally buff are all the sort of the same guy, so Yeah. Um Yeah, where was I? Uh it's a back and forth match here with um Hovey and Riggs exchanging near four attempts. Uh, Hoovy has Riggs pinned late in the match uh, by the ropes, but Vel knocks his, uh, lifts his foot, sorry, onto the ropes. And then uh, Vel, uh, on the other side of the ring, there's a schoolboy by Hoovy to Riggs, but it's countered and Vel uses uh, his hand, uh, yeah, his hands to hold down his shoulders. One, two, three. And the American males are new champions. But hang on, the second referee waves it off. And, and the match is ruled a no contest because of the outside interference. So, <laughs> due to a no contest and still your champions, the Max Amp connection.
0: Beautiful. Uh,
1: as this result just sort of ends in a stalemate, the two teams begin to brawl with a number of security having to run down and separate the teams as we go to a a short little commercial saying the next event is month five uh, King of the Ring coming to you from New York City in Madison Square Garden
0: Ooh Ooh, I don't like the sound of that <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. No, I was just teasing you with that oh. one. <laughs> I was
1: like, oh, Sugar, has he already announced Madison Square Garden and I missed I it? I <laughs> have not. I have not. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, King of the Ring coming back second year. Uh, Madison Square Garden where the, uh, the winner gets the right to challenge for any championship. Is that what I set up? I cannot remember. Uh, King of the Ring, King of the Ring. I have a note here somewhere. Uh, challenge for any WWF championship at SummerSlam. So, yeah, uh, no participants announced yet, but uh, much like previous years, uh, the previous year, commentary brings up the fact that there will be commenta- uh, qualifying matches, sorry, on Raw before the tournament itself takes place over the one night. Now, time for the European Championship, Fit Finley versus William Regal. There's a sign of respect between the two men before the start of the bell, and the referee insisting on checking on Regal's trunks after he said that he wants to fight fair. So it's a back and forth, a lot of near fall exchanging, sort of your classic uh, matte European style, um, a bit of brawling in there as well that both these men are known for. Later in the match, uh, Finley tries for uh oh what is it um oh, what's that move Seamus does uh,
0: To cross uh the Irish curse the
1: Irish curse yeah it's like it's Irish something Irish hills no Ar- Irish curse yeah so Finley tries yeah. for the um the Irish curse before trying for his rolling hills but can't quite get it dropping to one knee as the referee is checking on Finley seeing if he can continue. Regal reaches down into his ring boots, pulls out something as Finlay shoves away the referee. The referee's not looking. Bang. Punch to Finlay's face. Regal throws something into the crowd. Uh, Rolls up Finlay and the referee wakes up, looks around. One, two, three, new European champion. Regal grabs the championship and runs up the ramp like a scolded dog as Finlay is arguing with the referee.
2: Beautiful.
1: Uh, following that WWF Women's Championship match of Brie Bella versus Jessica Havoc. Uh, This is all Jessica again, as uh, the bigger lady here is just dominating Brie. Brie rolls to the outside, tries to crawl under the ring, but Jessica stops her, slamming her into the ring steps. The referees demand Jessica back off so they can check on Brie, but as they do, she's already crawled under the ring, under the other side, springs up on the ring steps, cross on the floor to Jessica Havoc, climbs back in the ring, demanding Jessica to get in, as she does. Bella Chauté, Bella Chauté. And then <laughs> in something that has only been seen before at a WrestleMania, she lifts up Jessica Havoc, hits a rack attack, and then drops her. One, two, three. Brie Bella is still your champion. <laughs> If you very, know, you know. very good.
0: Very, very good.
1: Main event time: WWF World Heavyweight Championship inside a steel cage match. As they go to lower the cage, it begins to swing back and forth, and the uh, the fans pull out their their uh, cameras to take photos of this swinging cage. If only there was a uh, certain <laughs> platform they could upload this to. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll say that in a moment.
0: (laughs) Fucking hell.
1: Taz enters first, holding his uh, FTW championship proudly, it not being on the line tonight. And Triple H enters with uh, China ringside as the referees have told him he's only allowed one DX member. He's yelling yelling violently at the referees as he climbs in the cage and the door is locked. It's back and forth, back and forth. Each man sort of... Trying here for uh, like suplexes, crossbodies, clotheslines, trying to sort of wear down the base of each other. We see uh, China trying to argue with the referee to open the cage because it's no DQ, <laughs> which isn't working. Uh, Taz all of a sudden seems to be getting the upper hand on Triple H, but China begins to distract the referee again as Taz is crawling towards the cage. This being a traditional cage match, there is no referee inside the ring to count a pinfall. With the referee distracted, Taz cannot climb through the cage, uh, climb through the door, and Triple H pulls Taz away from the door again. Um, we continue on here as Triple H begins to fire up, and then all of a sudden, China slips something through one of the uh, the holes in the big blue cage. It's a sledgehammer. Uh Uh-oh. Sledgehammer to Taz. Sledgehammer to Taz. Sledgehammer to Taz. And all of a sudden, DX have run down ringside, pushing the referee off the ring steps, opening the door. DX are in the ring. This is an absolute mugging. And all of a sudden, Triple H just casually strolls out of the ring, slow as you like, just one foot, taking his time, soaking it all in, posing to the crowd. Crotch drop to the camera, and then climbs on the ring mat. Uh, sorry, the floor mat by ringside, officially winning the match and still retaining the championship thanks to D-Generation X. As we go off the air, we see Mark Henry standing on the ampway, motioning around his waist that he'll be, he'll have that championship soon.
0: That's awesome! What a great pay per view that was.
1: Yeah, I, I wanted to put a lot more in, but I, I realised I did, like, six pages
0: <laughs> of Raw, and I usually only do one for Raw. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. If you go a bit long, you go a bit long. Um, wow, that was a great, great show, actually. I really enjoyed that one.
1: Um, yeah, and as I said to, to Alex off-air, um, I might as well say it now, the schedule I have has changed. Um, from the first year, so like um, immediately the first year when we were doing this for the first part, it was a bit of um, figuring out how this is going to work best and then uh, we figured out, oh, you can go uh, first, like you can do your big show on month one and I'll do my big show on month two. So then we're uh, working together a bit more. It's making it a lot better. I can build to a big show in two months' time sort of thing and have that as a main feature. Yeah, Yeah, so I've moved uh, what I have this time last year. I had uh, In Your House and then King of the Ring. So now I've got uh, King of the Ring next instead of In Your House.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I'm excited to see what uh, WCW has to offer. And you will in just one moment, man. (laughs) Um,
1: do, 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 do
0: do 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 Alrighty Yes it is time for WCW Super Brawl Houston We have a problem We are live from the Houston Astrodome in Houston, Texas. We'd like to thank Will Smith for his uh, song, Black Suits Coming, the theme song for this month's show. I recently watched Men in Black 2 and was reminded by how good this song is. Yeah, Yeah, Will
1: Smith, actually underrated uh, artist.
0: Yeah, actually pretty good. Catchy as hell song, too. All right, we open up this massive show in front of over 65,000 people at the Houston Astrodome with the television title unification match. RVD versus Chris Jericho, 30-minute time limit as per usual for all TV title matches, 25-minute fast-paced classic opening contest. We see RVD do some huge dives to the outside, and even that spinning leg drop thing from the apron to Jericho who's draped over the barricade. Finish comes when Jericho goes for a big splash into the corner. RVD moves out of the way and and runs um and runs towards Jericho and hits a huge monkey flip. RVD scales the top rope with ease, goes for the five star frog splash. But Jericho gets up just in time and catches RVD midair with the Codebreaker. One, two, three. Jericho wins. Jericho is your undisputed television champion. What a classic opening contest from these two men.
1: Yeah, I've seen that going either way because of the history. I've seen it either going to uh, Jericho because of the World unification or because rd rvd unified so many of the titles at the end of the attitude era i yeah that's saw that.
0: why i chose both of these guys because they're so synonymous with unifying titles yeah that's a really good choice <laughs> yeah thought it would uh keep people guessing a little bit
1: yeah uh, well done uh continue on sir
0: All right, next up is a special eight-man tag, the Filthy Animals, Eddie, Ray, Chavo, and Conan versus the NWO represented by Batista, the Giant, Vince, and Shane McMahon. Eight-minute fast-paced cluster F of a match. Eddie and Ray both get some good shine in in this match, but eventually Batista comes in and hits a double spear on Ray and Eddie, who roll to the outside. Batista bomb on Conan, and a Batista bomb on the legal man, Chavo Guerrero Jr. He goes to pin Chavo, but he shakes his head and lifts up Chavo. He points at the camera and stares at the camera, and then he hits a huge jackhammer to Chavo, almost as if Batista's sending a message to someone, and the NWO get the win. Uh, Women's number one contendership match. Lita versus Melina versus Jazz versus Michelle McCool with Paul Bearer, the Dark Bride herself. Uh, Fatal four-way rule means no DQ. Michelle McCool has been dominant this entire match. Eight-minute match with Michelle in complete control. Michelle has this win set up. Has the faith breaker. She hits the faith breaker on the outside of the ring to both Jazz and Lita. They're both out cold. She has Melina set up for a faith breaker in the ring. But out of the crowd comes the returning Layla. She levels Michelle with a steel chair, and Layla hits an X Factor type move onto the steel chair. Melina pins Michelle, and Melina is your new number one contender, and Layla retreats. Oh, wow. I Mm. did not
1: see that coming.
0: Yeah, uh, I've been pretty quiet about Layla just completely disappearing for a few months here. And, yeah, Layla costing Michelle McCool. Um, Next up is a Thunderground fight live in front of a crowd. The ropes have been taken down. Meng versus Ken Shamrock, a five-minute Hoss fight. Shamrock goes for a double leg takedown and he quickly transitions to mount. But as Shamrock's throw and punches, Meng catches Shamrock's head and starts biting Shamrock's nose. We've all heard the stories about Meng slash Haku and biting people's noses off. Meng transitions to his feet and starts leveling Shamrock with leg kicks. But Shamrock catches Meng's leg kick and turns it into an ankle lock. He has it locked in, but Meng refuses to tap out. Shamrock, Shamrock's got his ankle and he snaps Meng's ankle, but Meng refuses to tap out. Meng, with a presumably broken ankle, uses his other foot to kick Shamrock off of him. He goes to stand up, but collapses under his broken ankle. Shamrock jumps on top of him and rains down punches from a stack guard position. Shane throws in a towel. Shane tries to pull Shamrock off of Meng, but Shamrock grabs Shane and hits a belly to belly. This time he snaps Shane's ankle and looks like this time Shane didn't get lucky and his ankle is a mess. Don't expect to see Meng or Shane anytime soon. Um... Paul Heyman's backstage and says that he was so impressed by Shamrock that it gave him a realisation. Tomorrow on Nitro marks one year of Edge as United States champion and Edge hasn't defended his title in almost two months. So tomorrow night, the main event of Nitro will be Edge versus Ken Shamrock for the US title. I can only hope Edge doesn't get too hurt in his TLC match tonight, he says with a wink and a smirk. All right, Kane Kane and Papa Shungo versus the great Muta and Vampiro. This is an eight-minute match. Kane's no-selling everything. This is the in-ring debut of Kane, by the way. Kane hits a double choke slam on Muta and Vampiro and pins Muta for the win. Absolute squash job with the in-ring debut of Kane.
1: Wow, didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah, all right. Uh, next up is the WCW Women's Championship. Luna versus Trish in a first blood match. A uh, 10-minute match finish comes when Trish hits the Stratisfaction to Luna through a table, and Luna goes face-first through the table, and she's a bloody mesh. Bloody mess, even. Trish versus Molina for the women's title is official for next month for a to-be-determined pay-per-view, which will get announced on the next night's Nitro. Um, DDP comes out next, and he awaits his stalker for for his unsanctioned fight. The lights go out, and they come back on. A spotlight hits the ring to reveal a woman with a paper bag on her head. DDP cautiously walks over to her, cautiously removes the bag to reveal it's his wife with a ball gag in her mouth and gold face paint all over her face. The lights go up and we see at least 50 people surrounding the ring and the ramp all dressed up like the stalker when music hits. Oh my god. It's almost like someone's taking a lot of time to remix this song. <laughs> oh my god. One of the stalkers, dressed up on the outside in a ski mask and trench coat, slides into the ring. He sneak attacks DDP, who's too focused on the ramp. He slithers in. He pulls out a pipe out of his jumpsuit and levels DDP with it. DDP's bleeding. The stalker takes off his mask and his trench coat. You can already you already know who it is. It's Gold Dust! Gold Dust dominates DDP. Hits shattered dreams straight to DDP's diamonds in the corner. Curtain call. One, two, three. The stalker is Goldust, and Goldust just destroyed DDP, and I'm sure no one will ever forget the debut of Goldust.
1: <laughs> wow, I knew, I knew where you were going months ago because of who you had on your roster. And yep. I've just been biting my tongue this entire time, but the way you did that was really well.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I also uh, a few pro- programs and apps, and was able to do a bit of a creepy sort of version of Goldust theme song. So, bravo! I got oh, a little. I thought bit you of... were using uh, uh
1: maybe sevens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I should I'm have actually throwing a
1: little bit of black rain in there. Meow, meow,
0: meow. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, I contemplated, uh, Chris Jericho getting close to the lucky seven and his seventh title defense would be against seven. <laughs> and he would actually lose to seven, but I was like, nah, nah, nah. Anyway, <laughs>
1: um, a uh, little, little behind the scenes there folks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, there's plenty I need to elaborate on. The amount of times that I thought Gold dust was way too obvious, that I started thinking, oh, maybe I should do someone else. I could do with a couple of other people. Uh, bugger it. Anyway, something the fantasy book with coming soon. <laughs> um, next up is an extreme death match for the uh, for the WCW Extreme Championship. One side of the ring is laced with barbed wire around the ropes. The other side has light tubes taped to it. The other side has a heap of weapons uh, stacked around it. And the entrance side has a three-platform scaffold next to it. Um, It's a gimmick I saw on a CZW show once. (laughs) and yeah, on the scaffold, there's a heap of weapons hanging off of it. New Jack and Cactus don't waste any time and immediately trade blows. This is a 15 minute bloodbath to the likes that has never been seen before on North American pay per view before. Uh, 15 minute bloodbath. Blood At one point, New Jack throws Cactus into the barbed wire. We see cheese graters, Kendo sticks, chairs, tables, pizza cutters—all used on Cactus, but Cactus won't stay down. New Jack grabs a light tube and goes to hit Cactus with it, but Cactus grabs a barbed wire bat and smashes the tube with his bat. New Jack. New Jack starts selling his eye. It appears that a shard of glass went into New Jack's eye. Cactus. Spreads some light tubes on the mat and covers them with thumbtacks. He smashes New Jack over the head with the barbed wire bat and then pile drives New Jack onto the the tacks and the tubes. Cactus goes to pin New Jack, but as he gets down, he looks up and sees the scaffold, and Cactus can't contain himself. He can't help himself. Cactus slowly climbs the scaffold. He gets up all three platforms and he jumps off and hits a huge elbow drop off the scaffold but somehow New Jack moves New Jack rolls back on top of Cactus and gets the win New Jack is still your extreme champion New Jack slowly gets up and helps Cactus up and they both shake hands and collapse due to blood b- blood loss both men are helped out of the arena Well, I love it. Yeah, uh It's just when I had both men on the roster, it's just like it's a no-brainer. I got to do something with both of these guys. Yeah. Um,
1: Sorry, sorry. Um, I just missed it. Who'd you say walked out as champion?
0: uh, New Jack. Um, yeah. Cactus couldn't help himself. He had to jump off the scaffold for an elbow, but he gave New Jack too much time to recover, and New Jack rolls. Out of the way and rolls on top of Cactus for the pin. So New Jack's still your champ.
1: Very good. Uh, continue on. Sorry.
0: All right. Uh, up next is uh, Raven versus Tommy Dreamer under Raven's rules. No DQ, false count anywhere. Gimmick matches galore tonight. Eight minute cluster of a match. Um. Yeah, the flock gets involved and beat down Tommy Dreamer. They brawl up the ramp. Raven and Dreamer then move into the crowd. They climb up a camera tower in the crowd, a.k.a. Allah ta- uh, sort of Taker and Trips at WrestleMania 17. Uh, once again, my love letter of WrestleMania 17. Raven hits an even flow DDT off the camera tower into the crowd. There's probably a crash pad somewhere. And Raven pins Dreamer in the crowd. Tommy Dreamer must join the flock now. Dreamer looks devastated, almost in tears on the ground, but Bueller walks over to him and gives him a kiss. Tommy Dreamer's in the flock.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure where you were going with that because you have done these matches before. And unlike WWF, if somebody does lose at the end, you're like, well... At least sam and draw somebody out of the free agency pool <laughs> yeah yeah that's true too so that's why i was thinking is he done with raven can i pick oh. up raven i like raven Yeah, <laughs> not, not yet
0: <laughs> not by a long shot buddy <laughs> uh continue next up is lex luger versus the undertaker in undertaker's debut match lex comes out and he's wearing crow sting face paint in tribute to sting uh luger did it a few times in his career where he wore the surface sting face paint when he was friends with sting this time he's wearing some crow paint face paint lex has control early but not oh sorry i've skipped a bit and lex luger's awaiting his opponent Also, I had to borrow someone's electric guitar for this. I still got it, baby.
2: And here he comes,
0: the Lord of Darkness, the Undertaker. Accompanied by Paul Bearer. Undertaker's got his, like, creepy goatee thing going on with the shaved moustache but the long-ass goatee. This is classic Ministry Taker. He's got the shirt with the little holes cut out. Oh, man. This is peak Ministry Taker here, which is highly underrated in my opinion. Uh, but... Uh, Somehow Lex has control early, but nothing phases Undertaker. After about five minutes, uh, Luger gets Undertaker up for the torture rack, but Taker slides out the back into a tombstone counter. Uh, One, two... Three Undertaker decisively beats Lex Luger. The entire ministry comes out. Farouk, Bossman, Executioner, Papa K, Michelle McCool, Paul Bearer. They all attack Luger. The Dark Carnival of Muda and Vampiro try to make the save, but they can't. Finally, here he comes, down from the rafters. It's Sting! Before he can even unclip from the harness, the entire ministry are levelling Sting. They're levelling him. He hasn't even unclipped yet. The numbers are too much. When all of a sudden, (laughs) music hits. No. It can't be. Oh, my God. Straight from Stone Mountain, Georgia, it is Jake the Snake Roberts. He runs down the ramp. He evens up the odds. DDT to Farouk. DDT to Bossman. DDT to the Executioner. Kane, Sh- Shungo, and take a retreat. Roberts helps the baby faces up. Sting has returned, and he's brought another ally with him. Sting, Luger, Muda, Vampiro, and Jake the Snake Roberts stand tall. <laughs> wow. Well done. Yeah, so I'm forming this uh, little faction of Sting with his greatest uh, sort of rivals, I guess you can say. Throughout his entire career, like Jake Roberts, Sting... Uh, <laughs> Sting's kind of his greatest rival, I guess. Uh, Jake Roberts, like Muda, Vampiro, Luger. Yeah, so a bit of a thing forming here for him to beat his greatest challenge. He has to get his greatest challenges on his side. Uh, it is semi-main event time. The TLC match for the Tag Championship. Uh, Yeah, this was a really tough one to write because we've all seen these matches a million times. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it is the Hardys versus the Dudleys versus Edge and Christian in a TLC match. Um, Yeah, management told them backstage, go as long as you guys want, just steal the show, and if you guys run long, we can cut time from the main event because this match is as epic as you can imagine. They go for like 30 minutes. Uh, All the signature signature spots you know and love from the TLC matches. Not much point describing each spot, because we've seen it and we love it. At one point, Matt Hardy goes for a leg drop off of a ladder in the ring to the outside through a table onto Christian and Devon, but they get out of the way. Matt Hardy's taken out. Later on, Christian and Devon fall off a ladder and go through a table together on the outside. Edge lays out Bubba with a chair, but Jeff climbs the ladder and he he gets his hands on the titles. Devon somehow runs in, pushes the ladder over. Jeff's hanging from the ladder. Yes, of course. Edge climbs up the ladder and hits a huge spear to Jeff Hardy. Hanging off the titles. We're in the Astrodome, buddy. We had to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, just... Yep. Uh, Edge recovers, starts climbing the ladder. Bubba goes to stop Edge, but Christian hits an edge-like spear to Bubba, but Bubba sidesteps and Christian knocks over the ladder and Edge falls off the ladder to the outside through another table. 3D uh, on Christian and Devon climbs up and grabs the belts and, and the Dudleys actually win a TLC match. The Dudleys celebrate with their titles. What a match. Oh, what a match. There is absolutely no possible way this tag division in WCW could get any better. <laughs> What? What's going on? The Dudley boys are shocked. A spotlight shows up on the entrance stage. The man holding a rolled up newspaper, smacking it in his hands. He raises the newspaper and out they come. It's the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, with Paul Ellering. The Road Warriors stand on the ramp and have a long distance stare down. With the Dudleys who look at the new tag team on the block and nod their heads as if they're saying "bring it," we fade to black mid stare down. Wow, a lot just happened.
1: <laughs> I really enjoy that. Um, now, usually you do a a little post credit scene or something. Is there one of those these months?
0: Oh man. Everything that I've just... I've thrown a lot of craziness on this pay-per-view. Yeah? Everything that has happened will be forgotten by the end of this show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, All right, it's almost time for our main event, but it's not a main event without a bit of a video package beforehand. You didn't think I was gonna do a WrestleMania 17 tribute without playing this song at some point, yeah? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you think you're special? Yeah, we see just this, this whole highlight of the Rock and Austin uh, feud. Yeah. I don't even need to describe that. You guys have seen the video before, surely, if you haven't, watch it. It's the greatest uh, hype video of, in wrestling history. Uh, main event time. Rock comes out first. Then Austin. We get the big-time uh, championship introduction in the ring for both men. Um... The ring announcer, like, yeah, introduces both men and then says, this match is for the world championship and this has been made a no-disqualification match per orders of Vince McMahon. Both Ooh. men uh, both men appeared to be shocked by that announcement. This match goes for 20-plus minutes. At one point, Austin goes for a rock bottom, but Rock slides out. And hits a stunner on Austin for a near fall. These two men end up brawling all over the ringside area. Austin even hits the rock bottom at one point. But Rock kicks out. Neither man's getting a clear advantage at the 20-minute mark. But finally, Austin hits a stunner. One, two, kick out. Rock makes a comeback. Hits the rock bottom. But Austin kicks out. Eventually, Vince McMahon walks down the aisle. We've seen this before. And he's got a chair in his hand. He's still in his ring gear from earlier tonight. He slides it into the ring to Rock. Oh, my God, it must be true. Rock is Vince's horse in the race. Rock looks at the chair. He looks at Vince. He looks back at the chair. But he kicks it out of the ring towards Vince. Rock hasn't sold his soul. Vince then grabs the chair, and he slides it towards Austin. Austin looks at it, and he throws it out of the ring. Vince looks pissed and signals to the ramp. Out comes Batista and the Giant. They beat down both men in the ring. This is bullshit. But out comes Paul Heyman, who says he knew this would happen, so he brought an insurance policy. No! Oh my god! And Paul Heyman announces, my client, Brock Lesnar! Brock and Paul get in the ring and they face off with Vincent's NWO. Uh, Brock goes towards the NWO, but he turns around! He hits a F5 on Heyman. Brock just hit an F5 on Paul Heyman. The three men beat down Rock and Austin. Brock beats up Rock. And then Vince hands Brock a chair. Brock repeatedly hits Austin with the chair, who's now a bloody mess. F5 on Austin. Brock places the chair around Austin's neck. He stomps on it. Austin's neck must be broke. F5 again on Rock. Both men are laid out cold, then WO uh, then WO. and Brock leave the ring and they get to the ramp, and they do the signature NWO point towards the stage. Oh my God, it's Chris Jericho. Vince announces Jericho's cashing in his lucky seven, and this match is now a triple threat. Jericho runs in. Codebreaker on Rock. One, two, kick out from Rock. But Lesnar drags Rock outside of the ring. F5 through the announce table. Jericho lifts up emotionless Stone Cold and hits a Codebreaker He locks on the line tamer. Austin refuses to tap, though. Eventually, Austin passes out. Chris Jericho is your new world heavyweight champion. Jericho beats The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night to become your undisputed champion of the world. The show ends with Jericho and Vince hugging and Jericho holding up the title whilst celebrating on top of Brock's shoulders. What is going on? I love it. (laughs) I know you do. And guess what? Credits roll! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The post-credits... The credits song this week is by Saliva... It is king of my world. Post credit, we see Vince, Jericho, the Giant, Brock and Batista get into the back of a limo and Edge and Christian are waiting for them. Vince says to Edge and Christian, you lost tonight, you know what happens next. Edge has a tear running down his face, he says, I know what to do. He grabs a champagne bottle and smashes it over Christian's head and throws him out of the limo. Vince looks at the camera and says, "Then WO is dead. Quite frankly, it was dead in January when that bald hot dog skinned old man lost to an Oompa Loompa in a Rumble match wearing our colours and coming out to our music. This is... What I'm about to announce is uh, kind of ironic considering uh, your segment with a model. <laughs> what Kurt Angle had to say. Uh, the NWO era is dead. This is a new era. This is my ruthless aggression era. Jericho asks Vince to hand him a little bit of the bubbly <laughs> and we fade to black as Jericho pops through the sunroof of the limo with his world title and yells that he is king of the world!
1: Uh, I've smiled because there's, like, so many Easter eggs in that. I know, man. I know. A little bit of the bubbly.
0: Oh, man! That is so good. Um, <laughs> I thought you'd be pretty happy with that ending, right? yeah um, did you did you see did you have any guesses as to what the horse in the race was, and was it that predictable? Uh,
1: <laughs> I thought <laughs> like how uh Rock was part of the corporation you were going to have it play out like rock, but then have it be Austin. So as soon as rock kicked the chair back and then Austin uh, had the chair, I was like, Oh yeah, I've got this. Austin kicks the chair back. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The pairing of Heyman and Brock, like it works so well. And then to go, Nope. (laughs) It's like, but, 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 (laughs) but it's like when they brought Brock back and had him speak for himself for that, few months, and I was like, Heyman's on the books. Somebody ring Heyman.
0: <laughs> Do you remember, like, the two weeks that they had John Laurinaitis be the mouthpiece for Brock Lesnar? No one yes. else does, but yeah. Yes, and I wish they hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, my God. I'm actually just jazzed finally getting to get all that out of my system because I've ha- held on to these massive, like, Huge storyline changes for months now. Um, yeah, the Jericho thing was always in the works as soon as I picked him up, uh, first pick of the draft. We've now got a split with Edge and Christian. God, Jake Roberts is here.
1: God, yeah, there's End a up, lot. Uh, no, was it? Not N-W-O-L-O-D.
0: LOD. yeah. The Road Warriors have debuted. Uh, if you have a good look at what I've done today, you can almost figure out what's happening at Starkade already. Ooh. Um, also, yeah. It is no longer than WO. It is the Ruthless Aggression Era. Um, uh, and it is a stable, pretty much comprised of stalwarts throughout the Ruthless Aggression Era. Chris Jericho, Edge, batista brock lesnar and the big show the giant spoiler alert he's going to get changed to the big show (laughs) but 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 (laughs) that oh i've already told you this before how his
1: name initials are a joke
0: (laughs) bs
1: well yes that too (laughs) but um tbs the big show
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: you have told me about that. Because yeah. it's a, a knock on um, uh, the network Thunder was on.
0: Yeah, yeah, and what the old 605 Saturday Nights was on too.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> now, uh, I suppose you can reveal the name of your pay-per-view coming up next month, and then we'll get into a twist because this has been a big one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On yeah. both accounts. Yeah, I told I went, you, man, I was going to go hard.
1: <laughs> I went big early and you went big late. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, this was a big episode, that's for sure. Um, uh, next month, TBD.
1: Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, You've got a surprise name coming up. You're announcing on Nitro.
0: Umming and ahring. It's more so uh, month five isn't fully in the books. Everything else is, but month five, I'm having a bit of leeway here. <laughs>
1: Ooh, very good. Well, I have. Uh, what do I say? King of the Ring coming up. Yeah, um, that's going to be awesome too. I'm going to do the the old thing of uh, what I did last year, where I had the qualifying matches on on the Raw, and then the uh, the tournament proper pretty much just take place over the um over the 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 uh, course of that night. Yeah. Okay, should we get a twist in?
0: Yes, yes, we shall. Uh, Give me a moment, kind sir. But I want it now. (laughs) You
1: should really be tweeting... uh, Not tweeting. Well, also (laughs) tweeting, but putting these on the Instagram.
0: Yeah, I've been... This has actually been sitting... uh, for a month next to a Triple H with the world title that I have over here. <laughs>
1: oh, he's got his sledgehammer too.
0: Yeah, I just put the sledgehammer in his hand, like, the other day. <laughs> and then you, like, put, then you mentioned today a sledgehammer, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, that worked out pretty well.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention the, um, the cage. I had the big blue cage. Yeah. And the reason I had it swinging was... <laughs> Yeah, because at NXT in Melbourne they went to lower the cage and the pulley got hooked on one end so we spent 15 minutes with the cage going like this (laughs) over the top (laughs) of the crowd which ended up on a botchamania I'll see if I can find that as you uh, set up your tubs because I do have it listed somewhere
0: yeah so I'm going first today, since you went second. Boo. Boo
2: Shit. Booze. <sighs> All
0: right, that's boring. Same old, same old, random. Ah. I'm going to have to get rid of some of those out of here, because we keep getting them. There's no, remember one. you wanted
1: to add more because we had that spell of like six months where it was a gimmick match, gimmick match. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Violation.
0: That's true too, yeah. Maybe,
1: um, I don't know, on a day off, spill them all out and see how many you have compared to how many other ones.
0: Yeah, there should be just as much free agents as there is um, injuries, but I'm not too sure about the gimmick matches. I might have to cut a few of those. Yeah, well, if it's,
1: if you think, like, you're, that's your thing. If you think it's imbalanced, I fully support you.
0: Yeah. Well, we will find out in a second who is coming to the A-show.
1: Yes, in a second, moment. but right now
0: we're finding who's coming out <laughs> to the B-show. smart Let Set up. Let yourself open for that one. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, I already had someone planned for him. <laughs> um, oh, okay. May- maybe this, this was DDP's wife all along. That was the reason. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very thankful for you for not being like, oh, you can't keep putting DDP's wife on TV because you haven't actually got her on your roster. That's why I specifically never actually mention her name.
1: <laughs> well,
0: that's why I didn't
1: pull, pull you up. i like, I know who it is, but he hasn't <laughs> yeah. mentioned it. He's left me in this weird w- loophole. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I found out uh, it is Botchamania 330. Very good. (laughs) So go have a look at that. Uh, You'll see how badly the cage actually swung coming down. Yep. Gimmick match I can accommodate. Injury I can probably book around. Losing somebody important I probably can't. Somebody looks happy. It's not going to be me. Okay, read it out.
0: Random trade. Alright, this could work bad against me, too. Alright. Shake you first. Rip the band off. Okay. And I feel like you've been booking him a lot lately, but I don't know how big your plans were.
1: Ah, <sighs> once that take effect
0: immediately. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it usually is. Okay. All uh, right, hang on, because it's not over yet. You know what I have? It just depends on who you get it. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, okay. All right. Well, those people that were going to debut, not going to really debut as they were going to debut.
1: (laughs) I'm just trying to think of what era he's from. She? Oh, I'm thinking of somebody. Oh, okay. I seen that quickly and I wrote the uh I think it's a former ECW wrestler with a similar name.
0: Um you have to fill me in later. <laughs> um That's a really good I was really looking forward to her, but <laughs> I am open to trades. I'm open to trades too. Do you want to offer a trade on air? Not you off need the, it next month? I'm going to need to think about it. Okay. Yeah, because quite frankly, yeah, I kind of teased I was going to do something with that person last episode. But, but you I, haven't yet. I haven't yet, and I wasn't planning on for a couple of months because I have to wait for someone to come back from a twist they had.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, I know okay well i think if there's uh no trade offers on the table i think that's it and we should wrap up
0: man oh i'm so happy i got finally got to get that out of my system to share my stroke of genius with the world <laughs> yeah um all right, so without any further ado-do, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. You can search us up on Facebook, Wrestling WrestlingOzStyle, and you can find Chris at-,
1: at... I'm Chris
0: Funder as well. You can listen to the entire Wrestling
1: WrestlingOzStyle archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Weekly Wrestling, Rat at Wednesday on YouTube, or using the RSS feed found in the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time.
2: I'm king of the world! Ooh! Lovia's bubbly.